special end of the world survival episode with the king the king is here that's right hello everybody it's corona again corona again we're all uh, isolated in three different locations here Ooh. yes and it only took us 45 minutes to figure out the technology to make that happen yeah. god bless technology and skype Yes, yes. I'm also, uh, I'm also back. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't like, like how do you put me on before him? Because he's a fucking dick. <laughs> Joe's back! Yeah. Fuck off, <laughs> so I'll, uh, I'll have to bleep that. I'm already editing shit as I'm, my first episode back. But yes, I am, I have, I have returned. Do you have baby brain right now? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me lately. Have you been using bag bomb on your nipples? What's that? It's for when you're breastfeeding that you get the chafe. No, I, I am not. I am not using that. Oh, okay. Not using that. So Joe, what the? You're the what's... only one not wearing a a, 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 a headpiece tonight. I had my Yankee hat on earlier. Okay. I am drinking though. I am drinking. What are we all drinking tonight? Coors Light, and then I have this, which has been—I've been addicted to this lately. How is that? It's excellent. For anyone who can't oh, see, oh, because sorry. we are doing a digital podcast, yeah, that would be a Bud Light seltzer. Yeah, yeah. And this and is the, what I've done this week here. All and that the king is has gone full blown alcoholic, and he has drank a a fifth of uh, Irish whiskey. We need more. Hmm. When, when did that ever happen? Um, I would say within the last two years, I've really picked up my my liking of, of Irish whiskey. I actually, that's all I was drinking for a while, and then it got kind of bad. Um, <laughs> because you can't, like, have just one or two and not be drunk, so I was drunk, like, all the time. <laughs> uh, so we cut back, and now we just, you know, have a, a glass every once in a while. But it's beautiful. Okay. It's great stuff, especially in the winter time when you're fighting. Like Joe there would do really well with Irish whiskey because he's always sick. It would help that coughing and and all those symptoms you have from October through May. Yeah, yeah. So what yeah, you pretty much described is alcoholism. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, what's been going on the last? What's, what's been going on the last couple of weeks? Any, any big news? Feel like me? What's been going on with me? Well, with the uh, world nothing. because I feel like I really haven't been out. <laughs> Since uh, March sixth. <laughs> yeah, you. Had, yeah, this is some great. Was it? I, I've been thinking about you. Was it scary in the hospital delivering a baby into all this? Yeah, it was pretty nuts. Um, yeah, it was pretty crazy. They wouldn't let a lot of people in to see us. Um, basically, because of all the coronavirus. I mean, it's gotten it's gotten worse since then. I, I'd imagine it kind of just like was at like the beginning stages of it. But it was pretty crazy. Yeah, got out of there just in time. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, we did. So. Well, this is a great episode so far. It's very, very quiet. Tom's undressing and... The king has a crown on his head. You guys... Um, you didn't know if there was going to be an episode until about ten minutes ago. This... This was the worst planning I've seen from Tom since that poison fiasco uh, <laughs> back in the late 90s. I mean, is the king on? Is the king not on? Is 
Joe back? Is Joe not back? Are we going to do it tonight, tomorrow? These were all questions we didn't know the answer to until the minute he hit play. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I told... No, 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 no. Let me let me talk. Tom, Tom, Tom likes to just throw shit on you at the last second. I told him last week, yeah, next week I'll probably be able to do it. Been waiting all week to kind of hear from him, but I don't hear from him. Uh, and then at 5.45 on Thursday, about two hours before we were recording this, he says, hey, we're doing magic tonight, and no one had any idea what the fuck he was talking about. <laughs> So then became was, well, if the King's on, then you know, I'll kind of stay back. And if Joe's on, I'll stay back and so on and so forth. And then around 6.50, we decided to, <laughs> to do it a half hour from then. So here we are. We have uh, we have no topics to talk about. <laughs> well, in, in my defense, in my defense, at the time, I was actually out grilling. I, I was making I was making uh, hamburgers for my family. Yeah. And what did you did you just flick a bottle cap there, Joseph? Yeah, I did. Sorry. I, I was I was doing that. I was having a cigar. I was drinking a beer and texting you, all to see if this would go on. Right. Because as a appreciative friend and father, I knew that you might be getting sleep. Well, Tom, you can text me throughout the I week. To, well, I didn't want to text you and wake you up or wake the baby up. I'm what do we you, like to call a good guy here. Do you think you do? You, was, do you think I just sleep twenty four seven and you would wake me up out of that coma? Yes, I do. Cause you're full I know of you're shit. Rest or you're uh, bullshit. You might you might be that's, laid up right now. That's bullshit. You could text me and I can answer you when I wake up. Well, I didn't want to do that. I, I, I don't was, think I was so. Out for your best Fuck interest. Joe, right? Fuck him. <laughs> so we we were kind of going back and forth. Uh, we had a few possible ideas for a show, but you weren't understanding what I was explaining. Mm-hmm. I was also doing dishes at the time. Right. So I couldn't really explain. I, my hands were completely uh, covered in, in soap. So eventually I was able to sit down, but then I had to do some issues with the uh, house. And there was, there was a, uh, a text war between me and some certain people. Finally, I got back to you probably around like six forty ish when we were gonna we we're gonna hammer this out, and it kind of came to fruition in the last few seconds. Pretty much, yeah. So, pretty much. I'd like to hear about this text war. Yeah, I. I, <laughs> I would love to explain it, but I I, I want to seek legal uh, representation before I bring this out into the light. Oh boy. Does that have to do with any construction companies? <laughs> yeah, it might. My God. Exactly. Yeah. So. Did uh, anyone else get update, arrested? Update: We're still not in the house. <laughs> it's funny, but it's not funny. <laughs> Apparently, I'm building Xanadu here. Even Rome, Rome was built faster than this house. The city of Rome. Yeah, and Nero burnt it down quicker too. I don't know what the fuck is going on at this point. Are these guys working through the current uh, pandemic, or is this their newest excuse to <laughs> slow it down? That's a good question. I think that they cultivated the virus, and now they're actually uh, giving it out to the world. Because I don't know what they're doing, but it definitely isn't work on the house. Jesus. <laughs> It started there. I would consider we're still a month away from being moved in. You said that about two months ago, and then a month ago, and then two weeks ago. So, 
be in in a certain season throughout one of the years coming up. That's my prediction. Of 2021. Yeah. <laughs> I could be retired before we're in this house. I, I, be, I believe that. I believe that. <clears throat> yes, Tom. You know, okay, you're what, talk. what kind of uh, seltzer are you drinking? We never, we never, uh, we never oh, but uh, that. Bud Light seltzer, black cherry. Black cherry. It's well, you know, that whole fad last summer of uh, the White Claw, everyone's yeah. pretty much hopping on the bandwagon. Um, so Bud Light came out with their own, and there's different flavors, but the black cherry one is the one I've been really kind of I've been hooked on, especially because it's just so it's pretty much two carbs per can. Okay. And you don't really get, you don't get drunk off it. You can get like a nice little buzz, but like the seltzer, you know, it hydrates you at the same time. So it's pretty good. It tastes pretty good. I like it a lot. So this has been like my newest quote unquote beer. I've also been pretty, oh. I'm sorry. No, no you got oh, I've also been uh, making myself white Russians every night <laughs> because I was, uh, I was watching something about the big Lebowski. I don't know, I was it was gonna a, say, were you? Lebowski it was a commercial or something. I forget what it was. I saw I saw the Big Lebowski on something, and I thought of White Russians. I'm like, how do you make a White Russian? And I looked it up, and I'm like, well, I have all three of those ingredients. It's milk, or half and half, or cream, Kahlua, and vodka. Uh, and I had all three, so I kind of made it, and it tastes pretty fucking good. So every night for the last week, <laughs> I've had at least one White Russian. <laughs> While changing my baby. You were in the hospital? What happened? Did you drink when you were in the hospital? No, I did not. I didn't. Oh, they wouldn't. They wouldn't even let people in there. I don't think they, they're not gonna let beer. Did okay. you drink in the that hospital? Was my thing. I kept beer. When I, when my kids were born, I kept sneaking beer in. That's oh, what did got you? No, nah, I was I was a nervous wreck the whole time. Uh, it was just a, it was crazy. See, I find that funny because the nurses actually helped me smuggle the beer in. Oh really? <laughs> Really? Because they said that they said the doctors wouldn't be happy if I if they saw that in there, and like they like helped me bring it in and hide it. Is that true? That that is one hundred percent true. Because Addison, the uh, younger one, was born on a Monday night, right bef- about forty minutes before Monday night football. <laughs> okay. And I nice. was crank I was cracking out beers right while I was holding her. Nice. Okay. Now, have you done that yet? Have you gone bottle for bottle with the baby? Oh no, because I'm hold I'm holding in one arm, and then I'm you know I had the bottle in the other in the other hand, so it's I couldn't do it. Yeah, but you tuck that you tuck that bottle underneath your chin. And then yeah, you I've tried I've tried different, especially if I have to get my phone, um, or like pick something up. Like I've tried stuff like that. I'll do my chin in there, but like I'm afraid like I'm gonna like just jam the bottle down her throat. So I kind of I, I kind of refrain from that. Um. What did I tell you? Babies are very bounceable. You can drop. Uh, them I don't. I, I'm not going to test that theory. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want anything to happen to my daughter yet. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, it's been an experience the last week and a half. May I just interject, right, now? Joe? You can see the king right now, correct? Yes. You remember when we were down at Coney Island? He looks like uh, King. Uh, what was it? John? Uh, John Can? Not John Candy. Uh, king Ralph. Remember King Ralph? <laughs> <laughs> the best part is, 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 is I guess he must have froze right now. He did. <laughs> I have this silly look on his face. I thought what he I was froze. Say was, I thought he there he is. There we go. Sorry, I 
I wish I took a picture of that. <laughs> because that I'm like, I'm like, he's really um, standing still. <laughs> the best part right now is everything's blurry except just like, for his face. <laughs> oh, there's some thing that made me do that. Uh, I don't know how to work this Skype. It yet, looks like he has a headband was... on. <laughs> oh, here we go. There you go. There you go. Perfect. But what I was going to say was, remember when we went to the uh, Cyclones game? Yeah. The one one MC for the game? Yes. He wears blue. Coil looks, or the king looks like the uh, evil (laughs) twin of him. Oh, 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 yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Funny shit. That's funny. So, Joe, you've been off work because yes. obviously because of uh, the baby. Yes. Now, this couldn't have worked out better for you, could it? Have? Yeah, with everything going on, I mean, like I was joking before, if anything was happening in the world, uh, this whole coronavirus bullshit going on. Um, yeah, I'm off until pretty much the end of uh, March. So, um, I kind of I'm. Not avoiding it. Well, I am avoiding it, but who knows if it'll even be going on when I get back. Um, but yeah, so far, uh, I'm kind of missing all this craziness going on in the world. I've been cooped up with the Acadia Kill um, trips to ShopRite and Bye Bye Baby. I actually ran into Big Papa though last week. Uh, at, at and you sh- got ice cream. I did. I, I was with, with names today. Weapon? Sloppy with oh shit! <laughs> yeah, I, I got to do a lot of editing. <laughs> Listen, it's my first podcast in about a month. I'm a little rusty. <laughs> yeah, we got to get back into the groove. Yeah, um, but yeah. Anyway, so um, I ran into him. Like I was going down the ice cream aisle and turned the corner, and there he was. So, but uh, yeah, I've been pretty much hibernating with my wife and child. Pretty much what everyone's doing. Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. Me. yeah, yeah. Are you working from home, King? Uh, sort of. Whatever that looks like in my profession, um, I haven't had to do very much. I'm loving it. I was say do the. So, uh, so you're listening to Howard Stern every day, and you're he he, he he's under a rock somewhere. He hasn't done his show since very early uh, in the Corona situation. I was I was gonna say uh, so he's I've been a f- listening to to you guys and other you know you gotta think of guys like him and Howie Mandel they must be just like locking themselves in a closet with Purell <laughs> yeah and just like just uh, going to town they must be freaking out <laughs> see which is funny because I'm the complete opposite I don't care about this thing I I go to work every day I like everyone's like oh you need to wash your hands you need to do this they bought us these uh, <laughs> these like Tyvek suits there's a suit with a respirator and, like, booties and gloves. And I'm like, there's no fucking human way I'm fitting in this thing. I would have to sew, like, six of these things together to fit around me. So I don't even, like, I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. Let this thing come and get me. Well, you I've don't want that. I've told everyone in, the, in previous podcasts about how I have my, uh, my not-get-sick uh, system. Mm-hmm. Drink heavily, smoke as many cigars as I can. Right now, I feel great. I've, I've never felt better. Well, good. That's good. It, but, you know, I kind of thought at the beginning of this that it was just all hype and it was just the media. And I do still believe that. I do believe that this whole craziness is 50% media making it bigger than it is because there's nothing else really going on in the world. Oh, um, there he goes. 
Jesus. <laughs> but uh, people are getting sick and, and people are dying, but there's there's other contributors to the coronavirus when they get it. So an old, like some guy in my town died, but he had COPD beforehand. He was he, he wasn't the healthiest guy. Yeah, he had a fucking iron <clears throat> lung. He had he, he had diabetes probably, and he had three feet in the grave. Yeah, so he was kind of. I mean, he probably wouldn't have lived another ten years. I I, I know it's kind of shitty to say, but it's true. It probably wouldn't have been ten months. Well, I don't know about that, but I mean, he he was definitely not the healthiest guy around. So. It is hitting people. It depends on your age. But, I mean, I have parents who are in their 60s. My mother-in-law is in her 60s. So, it's, you know, it's a little worrisome. You don't want them to get it. Because, uh, like, my mom has really bad... A- she got... She got um, she has asthma now. Which is just... Really? Yeah, at like 65 or 64. She just got diagnosed with asthma. She's always sick. So, if my mom gets this, like, it's not good. Like, she'll, she could probably die. So I think of that, you know. So it is a little serious. Like I think you really do need to kind of wash your hands and just kind of watch where you go. And like if if you go out somewhere and you and you're, you know, pushing a shopping cart or touching shit, like go some. Don't touch your mouth. Don't touch anything. Just wash your hands like as soon as you can. I'd say get Purell, but people are fucking freaking out and buying <laughs> everything. Have you guys bought millions of toilet paper? I was just gonna say that I don't understand the whole toilet paper. I don't get Even it if either. We are in a dire situation. Like, <clears throat> why toilet paper? Like, you're stuck at home. You run out of toilet paper. The shower's right there. There's worse things that can happen. That's true. Right? Like, yeah. Like, I don't see of all things to stock up on. I mean, that's something you'd surely want, but like. You would think the food would go before the toilet paper, right? That yeah, oh, that I, mean, I think many things would go before the toilet paper. You can you, there's many ways to wa- to wipe your ass. You could get a towel that you have, wipe your ass with that, and just wash it, and then bam, it's brand, you know it's it's clean again. Uh, I went I mean, to I went I went to CVS yesterday, and the medicine was just wiped out. Like even the Plan B built the pill was <laughs> was just wiped out. Like people are just taking anything. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Priorities out there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Remember that. But I mean, aspirin. <laughs> like, come on. People are just taking anything that's not tied down. I got two thoughts on this, and I I, I posted a uh, a meme the other day about people are stockpiling toilet paper, but if they don't, if if say the food supply ever did become scarce. You could have all the toilet paper in the world. Unless you're Al Bundy and you're eating paper, you ain't going to be able to shit anything. Where someone like me who's stockpiled full of ammo and guns, I'm going to be able to hunt and, and, and fish and get all the stuff that I need. So I'm just going to come in and steal your toilet paper. <laughs> okay. That's one. You're going to get and shot. Number, number two is... <laughs> number two is... Fucking I, I shouldn't work. I should have worked no, 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 no. times a day. <laughs> You're going to break into someone's house and get their toilet paper? Hey, if, if push comes to oh, shove. <laughs> you know, so when you, you did your mini episode last week and you were talking about stocking up, I was thinking you've been prepared for this since I first met you in the early 90s. I mean, <laughs> you've been stockpiling food. That's like a way of life for many generations of your family. Yeah, but it's all in storage now. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, now that he actually 
needs it. He hasn't fucking, been doing it. It's all in fucking storage behind five TVs and two couches. He can't get to it. Oh, don't you worry. That shit will just get thrown right out of there. <laughs> I got it, though. That fucking freezer of deer meat that's been sitting in his house for ten years is just buried. No, no, no. The freezers are right there. I'm, I'm good to go on that. Oh, okay, okay. I, I was actually going to take out some uh, some venison for making chili this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. How old's the deer from? About five years ago? No, no, no. It's not that old. Oh, okay. All right. But the, <clears throat> these people that are going crazy. The other day, I, as I said, I went in to go get corned beef, and all these people are freaking out. I haven't been in the, the, uh, the uh, supermarket since, but pretty much, like, monitoring <laughs> social media. They've all said the same thing, like, nothing's there. Mm-hmm. What I don't get is, you're, you're, you're stockpiling this stuff, you know, water, toilet paper. I mean, pasta, yeah, but you're going to need protein with it. Like, there's a lot of stuff that I think you need in general that people aren't getting. Like, I, as I said, I went to the seafood department, chock full of fish. Mm-hmm. That, that, it's full of protein. Like, people aren't buying the essential things they need. And that's what I find funny. Mainly, the the essential thing I need is beer, and I've got, like, three cases in my trunk right now. So I'm kind of good for at least, like, a week. That's going to that's gonna be one of the hit things next. Like, people are going to get beer. Or alcohol. Yeah. Like, they're just going to go toward that stuff. Oh, shit. Yeah, I haven't been out shopping since last Friday, but from what I've heard, things have gone downhill this week. I had no problem getting anything I wanted six days ago, but uh, I'm not sure what's happened since. I think the panic is still going in the, the upward direction, unfortunately. By now, I really thought, like, we would get a week of mass chaos and, and isolation, and then everybody would start creeping out again, but it, mm-hmm. it seems to continue to get worse, which, I don't know, it's, it's starting to get kind of weird. Yeah. I had all these conspiracy theories and shit at the beginning of the week, but they're starting to fade because I, I'm not seeing any other like explanation for how far this has gone other than maybe it's really a problem yeah well, what are your conspiracy theories on this well three days ago I was really zombies well I, still feel this way. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say th- I mean I still feel this way but the longer it goes the more I start to doubt conspiracy theories but I really just felt like it was a bunch of bullshit and the, and the media was you know amping it up and um you know my my reason for thinking that is because we're, we're shutting things down we're getting rid of sports we're shutting down restaurants but we're making sure that the essentials and i don't mean medical care that should obviously be the last thing always running you know doctors nurses that they have to save us but you know at schools they're saying send work home collect work do online classes send food home have delivery that's not really like shutting down. That's like a quasi shut yeah. down. Like if the, you know, we're shutting down, you know, quarantine yourself. All bets are off. People might die. People are going to die. Not from the, the virus, but from the shutdown, from the loss of whatever happens in society every day. So I felt in the beginning like this was a quasi shutdown and there were all these safety nets in place to keep it from going too far. Um, and it was scaring me because basically what was happening and what still is happening is that the government is saying no sports, no restaurants.
restaurants, no small business, no this, no that. Um, but, you know, let's make sure that the teachers are sending lessons home and the poor kids have food. It's, it's like half-assed, and it makes me believe, well, if this were a real emergency, we'd be shooting each other in the street for food. And I don't want that, but that would convince me that it's a real emergency. Now, right now, I still feel like it's a little bit of a manufactured emergency um, because of the fact that certain things that aren't even really essential – like sending lessons home to the, to school kids, they're still happening. Right. And I feel like we're giving the government the power right now to shut down what they want, but continue with what they want. And it just gives me a weird feeling. That's You do make a good point because there are things still running, like the trains are still running, the buses are still running, uh, schools are yeah. still, the kids are still doing homework, there's still food being shipped to supermarkets. Yeah. Um I just called a place before for uh, diapers, and they didn't have any. But they're like, oh, a new shipment will be coming tomorrow. So stuff is still happening. It's just that people are just getting to it first and just taking everything and anything. Well, yeah. Let's, again, it's like a half-assed apocalyptic, apocalyptic situation. Pretty, pretty and I'm much. glad it's not full-fledged. But it just makes me wonder, is, is it necessary oh, Lord, to throw as far as we have? What? Oh, she's, she's begging oh, for that. Lord, I want the purge. I'm ready to kill someone. I I know. Yeah, Egan's <laughs> gearing up for that. This is it. <laughs> My this, prayers this, are answered. I posted this to uh, Facebook, and I don't know if people took it literal the other day or if they were just kind of reading into it a little <laughs> bit more, but I said that I seen more FedEx trucks on the road than I did ambulances. Yeah. And to me, if this was a pandemic, if this was crazy... You would see ambulances just driving hordes of people to the hospital. Right. But instead, you see fucking Jimmy getting his, uh, you know, his new uh, whatever. To me, I don't see where anything is changing other than the media driving this and the government kind of like, really, I don't want to say not knowing what to do, but definitely making it far worse than what it needs to be. Yeah, it is. I think I do. I think I do think it's um, like I said before, it's fifty percent hype of the media just kind of pushing this horrible thing going on, and pretty much anyone that gets sick, it becomes like um, overblown. Like, oh my God, one person died in in uh, Chester, New York, or so. We gotta shut everything down. This is almost kind of like how the AIDS virus was in the 80s. Not, I mean, not to that extent, not to this extent, I mean, but maybe like when someone had AIDS, like, holy shit, like, we got to quarantine that classroom that that kid was in because he had AIDS and we got to kind of uh, make sure no one else gets it. It, it. I think I think this thing will be around for a couple more weeks, maybe a couple more months. Um, eventually, they'll, they'll have some kind of cure or some kind of antibiotic to fight it. It ain't going to be around forever. Uh, I think we're all going to be okay. Just got to kind of be on our toes for a while. Uh, see, I, I don't think we even have to be on our toes. I think this is coming in like a lion. It's going to go out like a lamb. There's a lot of people who are in political, influential arenas that are losing a fucking shit ton of money. And I think once it really gets down to that, it's gonna it's gonna revert back, and it's gonna revert back super quick. I think that if this was and playing conspiracy theorist theorist on this, 
if this was something that was set up by a group, a person, whatever, a government, they did it at the worst time for America. Right. You have the basketball playoffs going on. You have the hockey playoffs going on. You have the NFL draft. You have um, baseball starting. So sports in, in general are really taking a huge hit right now. Oh, the yeah. The industry is coming into the summer season, the blockbusters. You're already hearing about movies being pushed back. You know what? These, these celebrities and these people that want to be out on the red carpet – they're gonna be they're gonna be shutting this down. I think that a lot of stuff that's going on right now <laughs> is gonna come back tenfold to hurt. If this was say a government sponsored thing by China, this was a political group, whatever it may be, it's gonna come back to bite a lot of people in the ass. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna at the end, it's gonna really look good for America because I think so far. I don't even like to give a lot of credit to uh, Cuomo, but he's said a lot of the right things. De Blasio, complete bag of shit. And Trump has done awesome, I so far in my eyes on this. And a lot of even <clears throat> on both sides of the spectrum have said he's done a relatively good job. So I think that this is going to, if this was set up by the Chinese government or it was set up by a, a political group, whatever it may be, I think it's going to backfire for what they intended it to be and what it's going to result in well I've this no- is going to be this is going to be trump's 9-11 if you will. well not not to get all political but uh i have noticed that the trump naysayers have been very quiet this past week after he was trying to get paychecks to, uh, or money to people who weren't working and a lot of the crap uh he, he kind of shut people up <laughs> so well then you have it on the opposite end where canada and mexico are closing their borders Right. Yeah, how ironic is that? Yeah, right, really. Does anybody think that the media blowing this up was in any way, you know, a shot at Trump, you know, making the stock mar- the stock market go downhill? Oh, absolutely. You know, that's been what he's... You think so? One million percent. Yeah. You you really think that, but, like, maybe they kind of, like, said, like, oh, well, he's not doing a good job? I mean, that really did happen. Like, they were kind of attacking him at first, that he didn't, atta- he didn't um, attack this sooner and, and kind of get a head start on it. But I'm starting to hear now that the the where the stock market's at, it's almost completely negated all the gains of the Trump administration. We're not talking about the number that it's at. We're not talking about daily losses. It almost feels like some people are rooting for that Dow Jones number to get back to where it was in January of 2017, thereby erasing anything that you know Trump has boasted about the growth of the economy. But if it does do that, it's going to be 100% the coronavirus effect, and, and it'll go back up. But I do feel like some media outlets, some, you know, I don't, I can't think of anybody off the top Bill of my Moore. head right now. But I think yeah, probably, or, or just even in conversation, I feel like I've heard a number of people starting to make this prediction that, oh, we're almost back to where we started, thereby negating everything Trump's, you know, been proud of over the last three and a half years. <laughs> So I think that there's definitely some motivation of, of, you know, from Trump haters, you know, almost rooting for this to at least destroy the stock market gains. Yeah. Oh, I, I 100% agree. But WrestleMania's still on. <laughs> Where? Is it? Is it at the, the Garden now? Is that No, um, they're doing it at the, uh, they're, they have this thing called the Performance Center, which is like where they train people. 
So it's going right. to be there in, in front of pretty much like nobody. Yeah, I've been seeing that on television. Then I heard something about doing it at, at an empty Madison Square Garden, but I, I heard don't know. that. I, I don't know. I lost. Track yeah, of that. I heard that too. Now it's going to be a two-night event, uh, and it's going to be hosted by Rob Gronkowski, who will then get a concussion and then have to retire. <laughs> But yeah, so it, I'm I was very happy to see that still going on because there's really literally nothing on. There's like no, there's nothing going on at all. No sports. Yeah, th- th- this, it, has it's been, insane. this has been horrendous for me. Oh, I'm sure. Like XFL canceled their whole season. This is when I really started getting a little nervous about it when I heard like basketball was done, and then hockey was done, and then baseball delayed their season for a couple weeks, at least a couple weeks. XFL is over. NASCAR is suspended for a while. When you're shutting down sports, that means that all that money doesn't matter anymore because they're just trying to keep people safe. I mean, they're losing billions, These all the sports. Oh, yeah. See, that's where, like, with NASCAR, I was, like, I was holding on for that last glimmer because I'm like, if no one's in the stands, it's not a big deal. They can still do the thing. Right. You know, yeah. a lot a lot of what NASCAR makes their money on is sponsorships and yeah. TV deals. So I'm like, this has got to hold on. When they canceled that, I was like, I got to talk to my family now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And NCAA canceled their March Madness tournament, which is huge. I oh, mean, Vegas and Atlantic City are probably biting their nails right now with all the money they're losing. I mean, March is known for March Madness. Everyone does March well, Madness that, tournaments. Casinos are closed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, March Madness is when Cheegan came about. Like now, they can't celebrate their anniversary. <laughs> so it's, it's, true. It's, it's, it's it really is a sad time. No, I I have yet to meet him. <laughs> does she have Skype? Let's <laughs> yeah, get her on here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just stay quiet on that. Joke. Yeah, I was. I was. I had. A, I have a response, but I'm gonna. We have a few. One has an elephant trunk. <laughs> uh, so what do you? No, go ahead. You go. trying to stay uh, on one kind of topic, but I think we should throw this out. This is probably one of the biggest sports news in the past decade, at least. Oh, without a doubt. And I mean, the whole coronavirus thing has really overshadowed it, but there's been a lot of moves going on the last couple of days in the NFL. But the biggest. Oh, with, uh, yeah, shadow of a doubt. Todd Gurley was released. <laughs> All right, I was going to say uh, Philip Rivers goes oh. to the Colts, but okay. <laughs> okay. Touche. Touche. For a no, one-year Tom deal. Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady is no longer a Patriot. Yeah. And I've never been happier. Um, I am not happy. Why are you not happy? He's most... I mean, I don't think it's been officially announced, but he's more than likely going to the Bucks As of as of this... Recording, he is going to the Bucks, but it hasn't been announced yet. Yeah, which means now he's terms. in. Which means he's in the NFC. He has two wide receivers that are phenomenal, and they're going to be huge weapons. 
Chris Godwin and oh fuck, what's the other guy's name? Mike Evans. Mike Evans, thank you. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be bad news for the NFC. Not like my Giants had a chance of making the playoffs, but I have a question. Yo, what's up, King? Go ahead, King. So if if Brady and the Bucks, assuming he goes to the Bucks, win the Super Bowl next year, or even go to the Super Bowl, I think there's no question that Brady, you know, is the greatest of all time. That would be, I mean, you know, yeah, people say that already, but that would be proving himself, kind of like Mark Messier going to the Rangers and winning again. But what does he have to do? Because that's probably not going to happen. So what record? What? How far in the playoffs would you say would show Brady as legit? You know, making a, a significant enough improvement, short of winning the Super Bowl. Well, how do you far? Think if they make the playoffs. Everybody kisses his ass. No. Well, what do you think he has to do because to prove the, himself on another team? Because the Bucks had a pretty decent team. Well, how far did they make it last year? They did not make the playoffs. Okay, so yeah. if they if they make it to the champion, I, if the, if they make it to the NFC Championship game and lose, he'll be praised. He'll be praised if they make it that far. I'm going to even one better you, Joe. Okay. If they have a better record than the Saints, who are in their division, if they can have a better record than them. Oh, they are in the same division as the Saints. Yes, they are. Ah, I guess he finally gets to play against Drew Brees. (laughs) Drew Brees, a revitalized Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. And Atlanta, who's on the down... I consider right now coming on the downslope. Atlanta's not in that division. You never know. Because Atlanta's a funny team. They do like... Wait, is Atlanta eight, in their division? Eight. Yep, those are the four okay. teams. all right. Atlanta could like win three games a year, and then they could win like 12. They're one of those weird teams that like, they either do great or they either do terrible. Yeah. So, I, he, I think he has a very tough division. He has a decent schedule because he is playing, I believe, up in Detroit. Dome Stadium. Mm-hmm. I think he has three cold weather games. Okay. Which could hurt him. Mm-hmm. But he's kind of used to the cold. But again, he's getting older. In, in, in this day and age, when I go out and it's past like 35 degrees, my like back hurts. So. <laughs> well, I think he's now. A lot, he's a lot younger or older than me. Now so, you're, gonna, you're finally going to get the answer of who was really making who. Was, was Bill Pelichick really kind of the driving force behind the Patriots or was it Tom Brady? This is, this is kind of like, question. this is like, uh, if you, I mean, I compared it to wrestling, was it Vince McMahon or Hulk Hogan who kind of really brought wrestling to like, the forefront in the eighties? Vince. Uh, yeah, but he had to have someone to kind of build it up and Hogan was the guy. You couldn't just throw anybody in there. Paul Orndorff. Well, you, all right, well, let's, let's just ponder that. That's a different oh, yeah. episode, but that could be a really good conversation. It could be. I mean, they're both, they both need each other, but, I mean, if you kind of took Hogan out of it and put someone else in there, like if you took another quarterback and put him in Brady's position in 2000, when, uh, who got hurt? Um, who got hurt? Fuck. Bledsoe? Bledsoe. When Bledsoe got hurt, would that guy have bought them all these championships for 20 years? Uh, it's a tough one. Yeah, you see? Probably not. 
Probably not, but Belichick's a good coach. And that shouldn't be frowned upon, but who? which one is better? I I think it's more, will Bruce Arians cheat as much as Belichick did? <laughs> I'm just throwing that out. I'm going to say no. Because <laughs> Belichick's a scumbag. So, but also, Tom, or one of you makes a good point, just, to, you know, looking at that, that division. I mean, when was the last time Brady had another quarterback in his division that actually put their name on the back of their jersey? You know, um, <laughs> I can't think of one. <laughs> That'll get me in a little bit of hot water. Yeah, Dan Marino. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Red flower for the Jets years. <laughs> I was gonna text something to actually Joe earlier today but again i was respecting his sleeping thing and i'll maybe text it to him because me and him always get a good laugh out of it but i'll throw you in there too king just so that you can kind of if you ever need ammunition because you you two are giants fans if you ever need ammunition this is a great this is a great shot across the bow you could get okay i'll send you it in a little bit okay but, uh, yeah, I, I think this is going to be very interesting. Hey, the King's and a Giants fan? You're a Giants fan, King? I was, but, you know, I kind of, like I said last time, oh, I kind of gave up on the whole football okay. thing. So you but like... yes, yes. All right. I was a Giants fan, and uh, I love Eli Manning. Um, certainly one of my favorite athletes. He yeah. definitely is not one of the football players I was bashing in my last rant uh, oh, a few okay. weeks ago. Yeah, cause I knew you. Were, I mean, I, I I knew you weren't really into football. Like you're into hockey and baseball, and I don't know where else you're into up there. <laughs> Curling. Yeah, hockey, your, your team stole one of my favorite guys, Tom, and it it broke my heart. I was so upset that I actually took the nameplate off of uh, my jersey. <laughs> really? I, I cannot wear an Islander, but I loved that guy. I traded him to you this year. Yes. Who yeah. is that? <laughs> that is China. Oh. See, when you order jerseys from China, they're like puzzles. You can take everything on and off very easily. So I'm hoping for the Senators to get another number 44, and then oh. I'll order the nameplate. Oh, he was not a whistle. I cannot is... look around. I... What? Well, the good thing now is you cut that off there. You probably released coronavirus to everyone in your house. <laughs> Congratulations. I might have. Yes, I, I might have. He was a Binghamton senator. What? He was a Binghamton senator. He was, and then he was an Ottawa senator for. Well, obviously, that was their farm team. New York Icelander. Okay, all good. So, is our hockey league done? (laughs) I have no clue. I was going for my third straight championship, and right now I'm in hiatus. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Is anybody paying attention to that fantasy league? No. Yeah, every <laughs> That's why Tom wins every year. <laughs> well, because he's the only one doing it. And I recently started paying attention to my team, and I shot up from fifth to second. So I think the strategy is just to change your players. You don't have to do much else. To the strategy is to pay attention to it. <laughs> yeah, fantasy sports is pretty easy when the whole league is not paying attention. Yeah. Hey. I'll take it. I was in first place in, in my division by like 20 games. <laughs> but I was in fourth place overall. Yeah. So, 
I was making a run for that championship again. Wait, who are you? You're not Blades of Steel? No, I was um, Jamal and Taisha. Oh. That was the name that he was going to pick for his, his child, but... Yeah. Who was the click? Who was that? <laughs> I think that was uh, Cousin Jeff. That is Cousin Jeff. Yeah. yeah. I had my son doing some of my players for me, because he actually... <laughs> he knows these players better than me from from uh, his uh, PlayStation game. Yeah. And the next thing I know, he's on my phone setting my team when I play Cousin Jeff two or three weeks ago, and he's asking me what the click means. <laughs> It's a magical place. I didn't know why he was asking me that. It was pretty alarming. And then I realized he was doing fantasy hockey, and you know, one of our bozo friends named his team the Click. <laughs> what did you What did you tell him? Um, I told him it was another name for an imaginary friend. <laughs> okay. Should have said, "Ask mom." <laughs> I should have. She probably forgot too. <laughs> So speaking of clits, you have another bitch in your house there, uh, don't you, King? No, it's a, a male. Is that a male dog? Oh, it's a boy. Yes. Oh, that is... No, that the is old dog's thing. gone. What this happened to Winston? Uh, <laughs> or Matilda? King Cavalier Spaniel puppy. That thing is the girliest looking guy dog I've ever seen. I'm, I hate I'm, it. I... You hate I'm it? Sorry, I hate dogs. You know, I'm trying to be a team player for the kids here, but but I hate it. I'm hoping we run out of food so I can just fucking skillet them up and, and serve them. Oh, my God. Why do you hate it? I'm just not a dog person. Let me, let me tell you, nuts. That dog could be your best friend, man. The sound of a bark. You know, if you took away the barking, I might be able to work with it, but the sound of a bark is just the most horrible sound in the world. And think about it. What other animal makes a loud, obnoxious noise? My wife. <laughs> I've never heard your wife make any loud noise. And certainly you haven't. <laughs> hey But I mean, think about it. Have you ever walked through a zoo and seen any other animal just yell at you? Sea lion. The sea lion, what? yeah. Sea lion. Absolutely. Right, fine. Well, I hate them too. That's You can but hear that noise, sea lion throughout the, barking, the park. It just, oh, I hate it. I can't take it. I mean, it's, it's very funny because the king's sister. What, what would she be like? The would she be a princess? Love dogs when you were younger, right? Yeah. Well, that kind of ties in. We kept getting dogs because uh, her and uh, the king's dad, whatever that is, were dog people. But uh, the king and the king's mom. <laughs> I <see you. laughs> Hold on. tormented by these things. The royal family is 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 attacking. It seems like. <laughs> Does he have like a studio? He has like curtains and like. He has a better setup I than see, we do. I see a Letterman jacket with a, a fake Stanley it Cup. Looks like a, a bat in a guy's mouth. Hey, King. Yeah, sorry. Hey. I just had a chase. Uh, this Fuck out of the room. Do you have a curtain to like keep people out? Yeah, this is the man cave we're in right now. So where is the man cave? <laughs> you just put like bed sheets over like something to kind of like make a door. Um, it's are you in your tent? tent? No, it's I, it's about half of my basement. Um, 
between the 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 furnace, my curtain, <laughs> and then on the other side, I actually keep my work clothes down here. I have a couple of like armoire type things. It builds a wall across the whole half of the basement. This you is this basement is in this house? is incredible. Yes. I'm I'm actually I jealous of this. <laughs> no, no, we're, we yeah, got, you got that one there, didn't you, Joe? I did. <laughs> so what were we talking about? How long was that little asshole behind me? <laughs> Five seconds. Like, probably a good twenty minutes. No, he was not. I, it was I, like maybe ten seconds. I can't fault him. I mean, he carries my jeans, but Jesus Christ, man, that kid is gonna kill me. Uh, God help people above the wall. If that's the case. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you, now now you know how uh, your parents felt. <laughs> yeah. Because I saw it. <laughs> oh, we were, so we were talking yep. about we were talking about dogs and how you hate dogs and I don't know where else. Yeah, no, that's it. It's, oh, okay. it. Like I said, it's mostly. I mean, there's a there's a few things I struggle to deal with, but the barking is at the top of the list. The so they wouldn't bark. So why do you? So why do you get a dog then? If you if you're so against it, the kids. It was three on one, and yeah. I wouldn't have listened to the wife, but the kids won me over. So why don't you compromise and get a cat? Um, because my wife hates cats as much as I hate dogs. So yeah, and they the always... kids were kind of in. Yeah, I, I, I got the women always I, win, don't they? Fish. <laughs> I have a fish. I love fish. Fish are the best. Where's your fish? Upstairs, and then at work I have a huge aquarium. This is bubbles. I'm... Yes, <laughs> I would. I would have one at home, but again. The rest of my family doesn't want to deal with a fish tank, so I got a, a huge one at work. What do they do? I actually, that's the only reason I'm going to be going to work for the next month, to feed my fish. What kind of fish do you have? Like, what, what kind are they? Goldfish? Uh, I don't have a saltwater tank. That's, are they king mackerels? They're fucked in the crackers, and he just throws them in there like, here you go. <laughs> but, no, no, it's just a freshwater assortment from the pet store. I got some plecos and... Goldfish and tetras and angel fi- no angelfish or saltwater. They they look like angelfish. They got feathery things, but do they're you, freshwater fish. Do you have right? any betas? Who betas? Uh, beta- well, I have betas at home. Okay, because those are even easier to take care of. Oh, you don't you don't, you don't keep a, them in the same tank, do you? Coon. What? You don't keep the two, the how many betas do you have? Um, right now I have one. Okay, I've got yeah. as many as three in three different uh, bowls. Okay, yeah, you, you can't keep them in the same thing. They, they kill each other. The males kill each other. You can put females in the same. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because uh, we, uh, my family used to have a fish tank back in the 90s. We were all into it. And uh, we could only have one beta at a time because, because the, the they, they warned us about it. So. Yeah. And just, you know, don't call PETA on me, but just for shits and giggles once, I did test it out. And um, they did not violently attack each other, but they actually like puffed up like like peacocks and started circling the tank. And I think eventually they would have went at it. What did you do? I um I watched them for two minutes and then I separated them again. How'd you separate but them? I never let them actually get at each other. They were, but it wasn't. I expected that when I put them in the water, they were just gonna go at it, and I was gonna have to you know rescue one. But it was actually a very calculated. Like tiger stalking its prey, like process that was kind of cool to watch, but then um, you know I, I took I separated them before one of them got at each other. 
Okay. But it's true. It's true. As soon as they saw each other, the, the standoff began. Wow. Interesting. Now, how do you know if they're male or female? Is there, like, a set of balls? Uh, no. The sticker on the uh, thing at the pet store is really the only way. I don't know how they know when they're born. Um, but when you buy them, there's usually a sticker on the container you get them and telling you if it's male or female. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. I was just waiting for one of you to say something and you didn't. No. I'm going to throw this out there. Okay. Uh, I'd like to take a minute of mourning. I'd like this to be silent for a second. Not for the coronavirus. I could give a shit less about that. Playboy will no longer be printing actual issues every month. Your dad must be rolling in his grave. He is. <laughs> maybe that's maybe he saw this coming and he started the coronavirus. He might have crawled out of his grave hearing this news. Tom, it's, it, it, it's very upsetting. <laughs> this is really this has really hit me hard. So what happens? You got to like go look at like digital it's all digital now that's that's gonna tank because i mean part of the great thing about a playboy is just that old school i have a magazine like why am i gonna look at soft porn on a computer when i could look at fucking uh, you know what i look at uh. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I don't see that, that. I don't think that's going to translate. I don't want to see that's like, Playboy type stuff on a computer screen. Yeah. I want to hold it in my hand. Yeah, it's G rated for you, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> Everything about it. You would get it in. The, you would get it in the black plastic sleeve. You would pop it open. You'd get that like the smell of the print. You would. You would slowly pull the the the, the magazine out. You would go through the, the first thing I always did was I'd flip to what would be in the next episode or next issue. Why? And then you would go and you would and you would sit there and see. You'd go right to the centerfold. You would see what that was. And as you would do it, and if you ever got a new magazine, when it would be where the printed pictures were, I'm not trying to sound this way on it, but when you would pull it apart, there was like a sound that it would make. It was almost because of the, I don't know if it was because of the printed ink of the picture, but it would almost pull apart in a way that you could... You would hear it. You could like the smell that it would give off of the, like the ink. Mm-hmm. It was everything about that magazine that made it so special. Mm. And they really, th- th- this really like is a kick in the fucking well, junk. Playboy, Playboy is not gonna be around in five years. That's it, that, that's it's a, so unfortunate. Sad. It's true because it's so so sad. Hugh Hefner was the beginning and the end. The whole the internet the internet killed it. The internet's gonna kill it. I think in. He doesn't stand a chance. I would say five years, the magazine is going downhill. Of course. It, you, they, they got a little bit too politically correct, if you will. You know, transgender um, playmates. They went non-nude for a while. There were, you know, and again, if, if this is what you're into, but they had like plus size models. They, I, I see on their, their, uh, their Instagram now, they got some guy like wrapped up in saran wrap. He's got like a mustache. and it, it, They've gotten too weird. And to me, Playboy always was that girl next door, that bleach blonde, fake tits, that, that, that made it special. 
and it's not right. special anymore. Now it's it's almost gotten weird. Yeah. And I mean, everyone that we've interviewed, they all they all have that like that they hold it in that special place, but I think deep down they see the transition that it turned into and it's just it's not there. It's just it's very sad. It, it yeah. It really hurts. It really hurts my soul and I, I as you said, I think that uh, that Whitey is rolling in his grave right now. Probably, yeah, yeah. Do you feel they should just do away with it? I almost feel like that would be better because I think it's gonna tank and be, yeah, just become a failure in, in, in digital form. I, I think so because that whole thing with it being non-nude, the the backlash that it got, I think caused them to have to go back to it. I think that unless they really go back to like early 90s and making it special with you know celebrities and you know the way that they did it then it's it's going to be very hard to replicate i mean it it's been really in the past like 20 years it's been a roller coaster of what it's been and it's just not good right now you went from revitalizing playboy clubs and you know having at the time some of the biggest sales ever pam anderson you know the wrestling women the you know like celebrities that were in there it was it was almost marketable to be a celebrity be in it now everything about it me too movement and all this other crap and harvey weinstein it's it's not there anymore and it really to me feels like we've disconnected with the 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 aura, the the specialness of it, it's it's mm-hmm. just very sad. It, 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 when I read that this morning, I, I I went downstairs and we got the the link from Big Papa on our uh, our uh, text message group, mm-hmm. and I sat down and I read it and I just I just cried. Shook my head. Did you cry? I, I was like I was like really <laughs> down downtrodden. I was disheartened this morning. It was like that's the beginning of the end. Yeah. And it really upsets me. Very sad. For those of you that can't see uh, Tom's face right now, I can. And his demeanor right now is more disturbed and sad than the entire first half hour when we were talking about all the death <laughs> and destruction being caused by the coronavirus. In fact, I, I thought to myself when uh, Joe said earlier um, some people that he knows that are older have certain conditions that he's worried about Tom was playing with his phone and had a little bit of a smirk on his face, but now he's near tears. We've really, uh, we've really broken him down with the playboy conversation. (laughs) It's, it's, it's something special. Me and my father never talked about it, but there was always the understanding of it. And me and him never played baseball. We never, uh, we we never did a lot of like father son things, but that was kind of like the one thing, like, he knew I looked, and I knew that he got them. And it was just kind of like we looked at each other out of the side of our eyes, and we knew it. And right now, it's a little upsetting. It's a little upsetting. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> but that's how the world is, Tom. Everything sucks now. Yeah. yeah. No, but look at I will concur. Looking under the couch in the, the Tom household as kids was always <laughs> exciting. It was exciting. You never knew what you were going to get. Yeah, well, you did know you were going to get the next month's Playboy. <laughs> yeah. They were there regularly on the 5th of every month. Yeah, right. I remember the exact date it used to show up. 
Did it just appear there, or like did you see him put it under there? No, they were always just there. And hmm. I can, act, like I, I can actually tell you the first time I ever looked at a Claiborne. It was May 17, 1986. Wow. How the fuck do you fifth, remember that when you're it was five? My, it was my fifth birthday. My older cousin... May 7th? Knew, fifth. Your birthday is May 5th? 1986. Your birthday's May 5th? May 17th, 1986. Oh, okay, okay. You remember this vividly, I see. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, Just like seeing me, Gary Carter exactly hit a ball for the was. Astros when you were three, correct? What's that? <laughs> Nothing. Never mind. Go on. <laughs> Did you say Astros? Or uh, the Expos. Sorry, I'm a little drunk. <laughs> have another seltzer. No, I'm done. I don't have any more in here. All right, go. Nope. So tell me an my, interesting my... thought for you. Sorry, you go ahead, and I'll then I'll share my thought. Go ahead. Well, no, my, my cousin, who is eight years older than me, so he would have been, what, I'm five, he would have been 13. He knew that they were under there. I, I guess it was common knowledge in the uh, that in the household there was there was nudie magazines under the couch. And he pulled it out, and I remember we were, I can remember there was a coffee table. And we were hiding, my cousin was sitting on the coffee table. My other cousin was down on the one side of it, between the coffee table and the couch, and I was on the other side, and they opened up the centerfold, and I can remember exactly what it looked like. Hmm. That being the 80s bush. And it's a, yes. vivid thing, a vivid thing that is etched in my mind, and I will remember it forever. And we actually got scared at one point because we heard the door open. We threw it underneath there. My cousin then wrapped it back up and put it back in that, that sleeve that it came in. And it's just... it's. It, from then on, I was always fascinated with them. The 80s Bush was great. You know, it's, judging by porn and things, it's making a little bit of a comeback. I gotta be honest with you, I wasn't a, a big fan of the the, the shaved uh, the shaved look. I think that was big, like, when I was in college, you know, sampling the most that, you know, more than any other time in my life, and I've always, I always preferred the Bush, but it was few and far between. You know, just a little one. A little one. Yeah, the 90s and 2000 was kind of like clean-shaven is the way to be, but it's definitely come back. I'm, I'm more of a clean-shaven yeah. person, so I'll be honest. Little, a little bush is, is, is welcome in the kingdom. Um, <laughs> but my question for you there, Tom, um, just interesting thought with us stressing, you know, where they were located, under chairs, under the couches. Um, your dad wasn't like the most flexible guy in the world. How do you think he got to the magazine? Do you think he sat and bended, or did he get down on his hands and knees? <laughs> No, no, that was, that, was, that was before the heart attack. He asked Tom to get him. <laughs> At that point, he said... Tom, get me June 87. I, I he had his heart attack then. But I think it was more of lay down on the couch and just kind of reach. <laughs> ah, okay. That's, that's good. All right. So, yeah, I think that, that was the, the go-to way of doing it. Excellent. All right. But yeah, it's a very sad day for that. Sorry, Tom. It, it really is. And that reminds me of a thought I had when I was listening to your interview a couple weeks ago. What was that last girl's name? What's that? <laughs> Who was the last girl you interviewed from Playboy? Amy Lee Andrews. Yeah, she said one thing that got the king a little fired up. She called herself a foodie. You cannot be in that kind of shape and call yourself a foodie. Foodies. Look like this. Oh, that's God. 
that's a foodie. Jesus. So I took a little. No that's a fucking propane tank. <laughs> but I thought to myself, you, you can't. I'm looking at her pictures actually while she's talking. Uh, and, and jacking off. You might like food. You you might not be afraid to try new things, and but you're not a foodie when when you got ripped abs. You know you got to have a little bit of a belly to call yourself a foodie. I I so agree. I agree on that sense. You're probably eating shit once every two months, as opposed to every day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh. I wish I had that type of metabolism. It yeah. definitely ain't there. Well, on that note, <laughs> follow us on Twitter, Bullring PC, Instagram, Bullring PC. We're on Facebook under Joe Tom or Bull in the Ring. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Podcoin, uh, Apple Music. Rate and review us. Uh, follow the King on Pornhub, <laughs> where he's <laughs> where he's on there daily. <laughs> Yeah, go right ahead, man. If anybody, and who knows what's going to happen now with this coronavirus shit, but if anybody would like to rent my house for Jeter... <laughs> Make sure you bring um, a black light. <laughs> no, don't bring a black light. Um, no, seriously. I, I think houses are going to be going for, you know, three, four, five grand for the weekend, and I'm, I'm kind of looking to maybe half that, um, but make a little... Uh, you know, makes a little bit of pocket change and put somebody I know and trust in, in, in the house and I'll get the hell out of town and go camping for the weekend. So, yeah, the King's House is up for rent uh, during Cheetah Weekend. I'm 23 miles from the Hall of Fame and basically it's the best place to stay because there's shit to do. Cooperstown, there's nothing to do. So if you stay in Cooperstown, you're fucked as soon as, like, 10 o'clock rolls around. I, uh... You come down to Oneana and you got all the nightlife and then you take a 20-minute drive and you're in Cooperstown. King's House, up for a rental, discount rates, Hall of Fame weekend. Not only that, but if you go to the knob, you'll become instantly immune to the coronavirus. Yeah, uh, and I've stayed, yeah, I, I've, I've, I've stayed in Cooperstown, and there really is nothing to do after 10 o'clock. So please uh, please listen to what he has to say. All right. All right uh, well, stay safe out there. Wash your hands. And uh, Tom, looks like you have something to say. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, until next time, I'm Joe. I'm Tom. King here. And uh, we'll see you next time. Hopefully you'll all be alive by then. Good night. <laughs>